Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he's my dad. And before we jump in with the question of the day, you may think to yourself, wow, the audio has vastly improved since a couple times ago. (laughs) And it's because uh, over the recent past, we've been trying to implement a video portion. Yes. But for the moment, we have run into a few roadblocks with that. So Very we're going to be roadblocks. sticking sticking with the audio version of everything. And we'll just throw up a graphic for those on YouTube so they can still check it out. But I don't think that many people like literally watch video podcasts. No, they probably listen to them on YouTube. So it's not as big a deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there one day. Yeah, we'll get there one day. But you know, don't be afraid to try stuff. Okay, so take this as your sign. If you have something that you want to try, give it a go. Because even if it seems like it's not working out, you learn. That's right. You learn a lot. So with that all in mind, let's go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So dad. Yes. What music have you been binging lately? Lately? Oh, gosh. Um, One of the biggest things I've been binging lately is a group called New Jeans. Mm. They're a group out of Korea, a K-pop group, and their music just is pretty fire. Mm. And I keep going back to it over and over. You said that in such a white way. I know. Their music is pretty, pretty fire. fire. <laughs> I would say I it has the properties of flames. Well, it's, it's. I mean, <laughs> their group, I mean, probably each member's like 17, 16, 18, somewhere around there. So they're like children. And so as a, as a 55 year old man, you know, listening to that, you're like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. You, you got to call it groovy. Yeah. I have to do something just to separate, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I don't know the producer, whoever made it, mm. they get some stars cause it's just really good stuff. Yeah. Are they with like a small company or one of the big ones? No, they're with, they're with a uh, big hit. Mm. They're with off offshoot of big hit. So they've got plenty of backing. Right. They um, got the money. But everything they've done, their videos, their music, everything is very not normal K poppy. Right. And so uh so it's just really good. So I've been listening to that. And I'm excited twice his new album is coming out. So hopefully yeah. that'll be a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it will be. They're one of the biggest groups for those of our listeners that don't know <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. K pop world, which is probably all of you. Yeah, most of you. All right. So uh, for me, I would say this is a weird one, but this, and this just happened like a couple days ago, mm-hmm. but you showed me a few weeks ago, uh, medieval lo-fi. Yeah. And I've been jamming to that at work recently. It's a good work thing. It's a good background work thing. Well, like I cannot deny, and I must embrace my nerdness. You know, I've, I've loved yeah. Lord of the Rings fantasy stuff ever since I was a kid. It's my favorite. Yeah. And I also really love chill hop. And so uh, to be able to have like this basically medieval chill hop, yeah, it, it combines two of my great loves. And so <laughs> I'm just vibing because I'm like, I feel like I could be doing a D&D session or, you know, watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And yeah. it's got that vibey lo-fi background. Which that reminds me, I, I found a video there that I wanted to show it to you. Um, a guy took the music from Lord of the Rings and read some of the Bible, oh. fitting it 
it sounds phenomenal. Everybody on yeah. there is like, crowdfund this. We will support it. Heck yes. It was very, very cool. I'll, I'll show it to you after we record. Okay. Noted. Noted. So uh, over the past few weeks, we've been doing a series on the personal reboot. We've been talking about kind of everything that goes into evaluation of one's life, uh, where you've been, how mm -hmm. you can grow, some of the areas that need to be looked into that a lot of times we don't. And today's topic is about the overall idea of reflection. And so people have discussed reflection. They've talked about that. And I'm kind of curious, you know, it's got such a vague sense to it, you know, mm -hmm. reflection. Uh, it can be anything. So how would you define reflection? Yeah, I think reflection for people to understand, it's really kind of deep thinking. Mm -hmm. It's going past just the superficial. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people, they don't reflect because they don't practice really deep thinking or one of my favorite words is contemplation. We, yeah. We've kind of lost that ability to contemplate in our society today. People don't think, okay, what am I doing with my life? What's the big picture of my life? So many people are in the hurry up mode, the survival mm -hmm. mode. Yeah. I got to pay my bills. Let me just make it to Friday. Yeah. We've kind of become a frantic society. And then when we're not busy frantic, we run away to our virtual worlds. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to kind of miss out on deep thought to where you sit there and go, okay, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have that self examination as much anymore. Yeah, and I think part of it is is people who maybe didn't grow up with some kind of faith background. Yeah, they don't really think about the big picture. Right. But you look throughout history, people have always been reflectors, deep thinkers. Mm -hmm. um, those are the ones who change whole societies with books and things they write. Yeah, and I think it's something we need to get back to because I think a lot of people would feel more meaning in their life. Yeah. If they actually reflect on their life. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. And I just thought of this, but I think that's part of the reason why meditation has become such a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, this idea, like the Eastern meditation of clearing your mind, yeah. And yeah. not thinking about anything, just focus on your breathing. Yeah. I think that's people in the Western world recognizing like, hey, I'm moving too fast. I need to slow down. Yeah. And there is like this almost eternal sense of urgency in our culture. Oh, you got to get there. You got to yeah. go. You got to yeah. be on time. You got to get this done. You, you aren't doing this. How are you not doing this? You got to yeah. like, there's this very tenacious, urgent sense of having to do things all the time. Mm -hmm. And we recognize that we can't stay in that setting. And so Eastern meditation has arisen because people are like, well, you need to slow down. You need to just take things in. You need to be grateful. You need to just yeah. think. And the issue is that misses out on the reflection part. Yeah. Because you're not actually spending time thinking about things that matter necessarily. You're, think, you're thinking about nothing. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like you're missing that element of reflection anyway. And so yeah. reflection is almost like taking that same deep thinking, slowing down, relaxing uh, those kind of secondary effects mm -hmm. and putting them towards something that is ultimately going to make life better for you and the people around you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they don't want to do that because to them, it's either an all or nothing. I'm either on or off. Right. That's a good point. And, and so they, 
to them, they, well, I'm going to turn off mm-hmm. and then I'm going to turn back on. And, and that's not whether, what we were created to do. Right. We want to bring our whole selves to everything we do. But if we're just surviving, we can't really do that. And there's no real thought, purpose brought into that. Yeah. Well, speaking of purpose, how is reflection worth our time? What is, what's important about it? What's the purpose of it? What, if we don't reflect, what do we miss out on? Yeah, I think what a lot of people do is they do get into the evolutionary life of survival of the fittest. Mm. We've created a society where people think, I just have to grind, I have to put it out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe one day I'll, you know, make a million dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's really missing the big picture of life. Mm. And when you don't reflect, you don't think about that. You don't think about why am I here? What is my purpose? Because a lot of people think, well, I don't really have a purpose. I just pay bills and, you know, go home. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of a boring life. Well, I, it almost contributes to that sense of what could be known philosophically as nihilism. Mm-hmm. Nihilism is the idea of like, what's the point of it all? Exactly. I'm not even having any fun. Yeah. You know, people, you almost have this thing of life's about having fun. Life's about having a good time. And so people are like, well, if my life's not enjoyable right now and today, then there's no point in living. Yeah. And I think that honestly contributes to the anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, suicide of that's so big in our yeah. nation right now. Um, but if we want to get past that, it takes some reflection. It takes yeah. some some digging down and realizing like life's not just about feeling good. There's something deeper, but you have to reflect to get to that place. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, are afraid to reflect. Mm-hmm. They're afraid that what if I get down there and figure out. I don't have anything or I'm not as good as I thought I was. Yeah. And that's, and that's the whole thing is people, people have to really kind of get into that. And that gets into things like, what do you believe? Mm -hmm. What do you believe about life? What do you believe about God? What do you believe about a purpose? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't reflect and don't go deep because they, they don't really believe anything. Right. So for them to think deep is to realize life has no meaning Mm. where life does have meaning. But they just, they're coming from a mindset that doesn't believe life has meaning. Mm -hmm. So for them, the escape of pleasure and all these other things is the only thing they have. And so they don't want to reflect deep on that because then they realize how useless that is. Mm, But when you have faith, when you have something bigger than yourself, that that gives you something to reflect on. Mm -hmm. And it helps you see that your life is part of a purpose, part of the whole. Mm -hmm. And there's meaning in that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't reflect because it gets them to that honest question of, do I even believe in God? Do I right. even believe in I have a purpose in life? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, it's kind of depressing. Yeah, it is. I, I heard a uh, there was a podcast I listened to a few months ago, and it was these two really smart, influential guys. I won't say their names, but you would recognize them if I said them. And they were people who they were talking about the importance of staring into the existential void and then on the coming out on the other side with mm-hmm. you know having crafted your own purpose yeah and i thought that was so funny because to a certain extent you do have to stare into the void of all right what is life about yeah. and i think that's what we're, what we're discussing mm-hmm. but when you do it on your own 
I mean, that's like trying to eat an entire mountain with yeah. you and your spoon, you yeah. know, like there's yeah. just no way to, yeah. to do it. And the most you're going to come out with on the other side is a spoonful of gravel. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to have something very small, very vain. Yeah. And, you know, if you think too hard about it as well, then you'll realize that it's not that great. Yeah. I think that's what's so silly about uh, the German philosopher Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, God's dead and we've killed him, but now we have to replace him. Yeah. By becoming what he called the Uberman, which yeah. is like a Superman. Yeah, the Superman. Basically, I have to create my own purpose. I have to create my own morals. That's one of the dumbest. For somebody so smart, it's so dumb. It really is. Because when you look at people who try to create their own morals, they're terrible at it. Yeah. When you look at people who try to craft their own purpose, it's usually so dumb. Like people are like, you know, I was meant to create this music. And the music singing about nothing but dancing. Like, yeah, so your yeah. life, your life's purpose yeah, is to make songs about dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It, it, and I think that's where a lot of people, they, they don't get into that because no. <laughs> it, it forces them to kind of be honest. Humility. It about, forces humility. Yeah. What do you do with your life? I make widgets that people buy and I make a lot of money off it. Is that it? I mean, that's that's a goal. I mean, that's a role that you play. It's mm-hmm. your job. That's cool. It could be a piece of yeah. the puzzle. But is that is that really the purpose of your life? Mm-hmm. Is that all? And when people don't, you know, have God, they don't have family, mm-hmm. they realize how much is missing in mm-hmm. their life. Yeah. And so, I mean, you have a point. I think that's part of why we get so focused on being mentally stimulated all the time. Mm -hmm. That's why we always got to have an app. That's why we always got to have a show. That's why we always got to have music podcasts. Now, those things aren't necessarily bad in and of themselves. But when you use them as a tool to avoid those times of reflection, you're actually kind of hurting yourself. It's like, you know, if you have a terrible infection in your leg, but instead of going and actually checking it out and getting it looked at, you just pretend like it doesn't exist and pop pain pills. Yep. Like, and that's what, yeah. And that's hurting yourself. Really what, what a lot of people are doing with life. They're, they're popping the pain pills of, I'm going to stay stimulated. I'm going to, you know, party all the time, or mm-hmm. I'm going to stay on my apps. I'm going to binge watch every show. And again, none of those things necessarily in their own way can be bad. Mm-hmm. It's good to have fun where we have a purpose of, of life to do that. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing it to hide, mm-hmm. when you're doing it to run away, it's just like I've been to places where people... Uh, when they have an event, they're like, oh, I can't drink alcohol. And they get so upset. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't have fun without alcohol. I mean, right. fine, if you want to drink it. But right. some people, it's the only way they can get away mm-hmm. from really, I think, getting to that deep thought. Mm-hmm. They think, well, I'm just having a good time. When what they're really doing is kind of running away from their purpose. Yeah. No, it's true. And pe- everybody has a tendency to put things on the back burner. Yeah. You know, they have a tendency to put things on the shelf. And this is an area that gets put on the shelf a lot. Mm-hmm. This is an area that, as Jordan Peterson would say, gets left in the fog yeah. a lot. Yeah. And for those people out there who are in that position, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even for me, there's still things I'm learning how to bring out and reflect on. Yeah. Uh, but the reason is because it's it can be difficult. Just because it's worthwhile doesn't mean it's not challenging. In fact, yeah. some of the most challenging things in life are the most worthwhile. Yeah, and I think that's what people have to understand is you're really going, I term it, an inward journey. And and it's a journey of you discovering what is your purpose? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Why does God have you here? And, and, you know, people say, well, I don't believe in God. Well, you need to dig into that. Why? 
Mm-hmm. What's the point? Is it because you were hurt? Is that his fault? Or is that a person's fault? And we're blaming God. And mm-hmm. so I think as people begin to reflect on that, it really helps them look at these big picture issues. But when that makes them uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that's when they come up with the quick excuses, mm-hmm. the blame, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I know Christians and a bunch of them are dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I do too. But that doesn't mean God is the problem. It's just giving you an excuse not to think about it. Yeah. Now, I think we've established how important reflection is. Mm-hmm. I think we've discussed why people avoid it. But yeah. is there is there things to watch out for when we go into seasons of reflection? What are some of the, maybe the boundaries of where not to go when it comes to reflecting in your own life? Yeah, I think the, the danger of reflection is when you get into overthinking, mm. where you tend to overthink everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we've all been in that place, especially, you know, when you're young and, and immature, like middle school, you overthink everything. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. going to look at me and think I look dumb when everyone else is thinking about themselves and not you, but you don't know that yet. Yeah. But we still tend to do that in our lives. We mm-hmm. overthink everything. And I think reflection is good. And the point of reflection is not to empty yourself. Mm-hmm. The point of reflection is to have something to reflect on. And that's where, yeah. you know, the Bible talks about meditation um, on the things of God, because you don't want to empty yourself. You want to think upon good things because mm-hmm. that's what helps you. But when you just are thinking, that can get overblown to where you start overanalyzing every little thing that you do. Like, why did I say that yesterday? I could have mm-hmm. said this, this, and this. And that just puts more pressure on you. Yeah. As somebody who more so would struggle with the overthinking instead of not thinking, you know, for me, that's one of the reasons why I think prayer is such mm-hmm. an important part of reflection. Yeah. And even reflection can be done by yourself, but it can also be done with other people. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you can have a deep conversation with somebody else and get perspective that you wouldn't think of. You know, um, as a person, I'm more naturally uh, focused on growth, what mm-hmm. can get better, how can things get better. But when I reflect with other people or when I spend time with God, sometimes he tells me, he's like, hey, chill out. Yeah. It's okay. Relax. You know, just focus on me. Or I talk with somebody and they're like, hey, basically the same thing except chill out. You know, it's it's okay. And so reflection isn't always just to improve things. Sometimes reflection is to remember to enjoy things. And and so it can be – it's a little bit more multifaceted than we sometimes give it credit for. Yeah, and we want to have direction to where we're thinking yeah. about things on purpose. That's where I think a lot of people have, have they've gotten into the gratitude, you know, keeping a gratitude yeah. journal and all that. Those are good things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we have to understand where that comes from, you mm-hmm. know, and that's being grateful to God. And so that's really, it's, it's to lead us more back to God because everything yeah. in life really does lead back to God. And so when you contemplate that, you start really seeing his hand in everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why you want to have a direction for your contemplation. You don't want to just stare at your belly button or something weird like that. You yeah. want to kind of know where am I going with this? What am I thinking about on it? Yeah. I love that phrase, direction to your mm-hmm. contemplation. Because I think that's maybe what some people are scared of is whenever they get a quiet moment, they start overthinking without direction. Mm-hmm. And so all they're going to do is be like on a, a, a NASCAR circle yeah, g- running around in fear, you know, yeah, like, oh, no, I'm scared of this because I don't know about this and I don't know about that because of this. And, you know, and they just go round and round and they round, go round in, in circles. circles. And a lot of times we turn that 
inward in a negative way Mm -hmm. where we're over analyzing ourselves Mm-hmm. over dramatizing everything in our life true and i think we have that's why direction helps us mm-hmm. we are going on an inward journey yes but it's on it with a direction we're mm-hmm. not just doing it to beat ourselves up for every little thing we did oh in fifth grade if i hadn't tripped over that thing and the kids laughed mm-hmm. at me you know i would have graduated as valedictorian what you know yeah. we come up with these weird concoctions because we are kind of going in without a direction. And I love the circle analogy. We'll look at one mistake and just blow it up Mm -hmm. to where that ruined my life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, seventh grade, I ate too many donuts and threw up at school and it ruined me for the rest of school. You're in seventh grade. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. But we in our minds blow it up. And we can do that with every little thing if we're not careful. Yeah. No, it's very, very true. And I think like today during my prayer time, actually, Uh, I was hit with the idea of walking with God. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a difference between walking with God and working for God. Yeah. There's a, and sometimes we picture walking with God as running, you know, like a constant sprint. But I think walking is, was chosen very deliberately because whenever you're walking, you have direction and you're making progress, but you're not sprinting. Yeah. You know, you, and that's kind of how reflection is. Mm -hmm. It's slow. It's steady. It's with God and with other people. Yeah. But it, it's moving towards something, but you're not always just, oh, time to reflect. I got to get, you know, my life together in this next yeah. 15 minute time period. Let's yeah. do it. You know, yeah. like exactly. When you go for a walk, you're relaxed. You can have a conversation. You're not yes. breathing heavy. You're, you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I think I love the idea of thinking of it that way, because then you're like, I'm walking with God, which means we can just enjoy. Yes. And I think that's a big part of what reflection is, mm-hmm. you know, walking so. with God, yeah. walking with other people, mm-hmm. walking through our life. And, and God shows us things at the proper time. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to fix everything in your life at once. Exactly. It, it's good to start with something. Yeah. Start, start somewhere anything. and move just in one direction, mm-hmm. you know, and then let it kind of go from there. Yeah. And I would say just kind of as a final thought to wrap it up, what's so cool is we learned from this book, which you can definitely check it out in the future. Uh, oh my gosh, what's Caroline Leaf's book called? The Rewire Your Brain book? Yes. Oh gosh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, it's just look up 21 Day Rewire Your Brain. I forget the exact name. Yeah, of the book. I can't remember the name of it. But she's a, she's a neuroscientist mm-hmm. and she talks about how by meditating on the things of God and rewiring thinking, you're literally rewiring your brain. Yeah. And so it may be very difficult at first to reflect and spend time. And even though it takes work, it can become easier. Yeah. Almost like learning how to ride a bike. Yeah. You know, when you first start learning how to ride a bike, it's going to be super hard. Mm-hmm. But once you get a hang of it, even yeah. though you still have to pedal, you still have to steer, it becomes much more natural. It is. And so that that's possible for you, listener. Yeah. And also check out Caroline Leaf's 21-day yeah. detox brain plan because mm-hmm. it gives five specific steps for reflection. Yeah, and they're if you're good that, steps. And we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, if you're that kind of person that needs like, hey, give me the exact steps, that's for you. Yeah. You know, go for it. They're good. All right, let's get into the questions of the day. So question number one of the three is this. How do you create a place to unplug during hard times in life? Yeah, I think when you're going through a hard time, I think you have to think realistically about how to unplug. 
and you take them, you take those moments as they come. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to be so rigid because when you're going through hard times, um, you don't know. Your schedule may change day to day. So what you want to do is is find those things that work for you. It could be exercise. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, stopping at a Starbucks for 10 minutes. It could be, you know, just driving to a, a nice place, sitting in your car for 10 minutes, yeah. going for a walk. You know, you want to find what works for you that you can kind of bring along with you, almost mm-hmm. like you're carrying you know, a, a satchel with things and you pull it out. So your unplugged things, what works for you? It could be going for a walk. It could be just reading. It could be just mm-hmm. sitting quietly with a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Find those things that help you and, and try to bring those into maybe a hard time. Yeah. Um, because you don't know when you're going to get to do it. But if you kind of have it ready, you may go, hey, I've got a moment where I've got 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me let me go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Let me go to a coffee shop. And those little things will help you kind of day to day manage the hard time you're going through. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty comprehensive, honestly. Uh, the one thing that I would add is also remember that, you know, there can be certain people in your life that are like a safe space, mm-hmm. a place to unplug, a place to yeah. to unwind. Like I know for me. I've got certain friends, certain family members that if I talk to them, I leave feeling rejuvenated. Yeah, that's And good. if you walk into a good, engaging conversation with somebody, you can be unplugging from your normal grind. You yeah. can be unplugging from, you know, what you've been worrying about. And you get to invite somebody else into the space of you unplugging, yeah. which is, I mean, it's always fun to do yeah. that. No, it is. Know. I think that's good. Okay, question number two. Do you have any calendar tips to help me organize my time? Hmm. Yeah, we talked on the last show a little bit about that. Um, you know, I, I use the term be, become a calendar a calendar ninja. In fact, I think there was a guy who did a course like that one time. But That sounds um, cool. Yeah, it, it's just, it's mainly, the main thing is you be in charge of your calendar, mm-hmm. you know, to where you're putting things on there first. Like yeah. uh, I used to always take my calendar at one point in the year when I would plan the next year and I would put my important days first. Yeah. You know, okay, these are, this is my vacation time. This is, yeah. we're going to see family this weekend. And I would try to put those on there first. So the other things go in after. So I would, I would first start with that. Just try to best you can get a hold of your calendar. Now, some people have jobs that, their, their jobs don't plan very well. True. So they have to uh, do that. I would say be proactive. Go to your boss and mm-hmm. say, hey, I, I did next year's calendar. I want you to know the days I'll be gone, the days I'll be out. Yeah. Let them know ahead of time. So Good. if something does come up, you can, hey, remember we, we had that conversation. They're like, oh, yeah. You know, and again, that's not going to be perfect. Things yeah. will come up. But you'd rather be proactive than reactive. And I think that's yeah. the number one thing. You got to get good at it. You got to practice. But being proactive with your calendar will always help you kind of feel a little bit more in control. Even if you only have like, you know, 10 days out of the year, you can control, mm-hmm. at least control those. Right. Okay. Well, for those who planning a year is very intimidating, mm-hmm. I would recommend start with trying to get intentional about your week. Yeah, that's good. Uh, A practice that I've implemented that's been very helpful for me is I have a weekly check-in 
at the, at the beginning part of each Monday at my work where I look over all the things that I have to do that week and I look over the calendar for the next couple months and I just kind of have this little checklist for myself mm -hmm. of, all right, what am I looking over? And then I pick what to do on which days. Yeah. And I'm still, you know, I've been doing it for almost a year now. Yeah. And I'm still in the process of learning my lane. Like how much can I actually handle in a day? Because yeah. a lot of times yeah. we overestimate that. Yeah. Uh, but even then, simply bringing that little bit of intentionality to, hey, what do I got to do this week? Mm -hmm. You know, like I have like a checklist for each area of my life, like yeah. my adulting checklist, you yeah. know, the bills that got to be paid, the, the lawn that needs to be mowed, the house that needs to be cleaned. And then there's like personal growth for me. That's a big mm -hmm. priority. So like, what am I actually going to do this week to do that Yeah, uh, spiritually? But then there's also like work, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm in ministry and as ministry is, there's a bunch of different roles that you fulfill, mm -hmm. even though you have technically one job at the church. Yeah. So, you know, what do I got to do for media? What do I yeah. got to do for administration? What do I got to do for you know, this homeless ministry or whatever. And you can just lay that out. And even having that, man, it's so nice to walk into a new day yeah. knowing, hey, these are the big things I want to get accomplished. Exactly. Well, and you, and you don't have to carry it around with you in your brain. Exactly. Because yeah. that's, at least for me, that's not only very inefficient because I forget stuff all the time, yeah. but stressful. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because you know, you're it, trying to remember everything. And you always remember right before you're about to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 10 it's p.m. and time. you're about to fall yeah. asleep and you're like, oh, I didn't call this person. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. And that's not fun. No. Okay. Final question. What's one goal you hope to accomplish this year? Wow. Um, well, it's, it's, it's a goal I've had the last few years that I just haven't done. Mm. And so part of me, there's there's a shame factor of I keep making this a goal. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Don't be and, ashamed. And so, but I really, just the other day, I was working on goals and I said, by golly, this is the year. And and that, and this is, for me, it's, it's silly, but it's, I want to get to a measured certain size waist because mm. I've got a spare tire and I keep saying I'm going to do something about it. For those who missed the previous episode where he explained what the tire is, that's a yeah. basically just a random layer of yeah. gut. It's a random layer of gut. Most men have one. Right. They've got the handles. I mean, they've got the gut. Yeah. And and I've got one. It's not huge or anything. It just bothers me. And some of my clothes don't fit as well as they did and all that. And I'm just like, I keep saying I'm going to do something. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. And sometimes I get real serious and, but this year I'm like, okay, this is, this is my year. And, yeah. and so I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm not going to try and do it overnight uh, and just see what happens. So that's mine. What's yours? That's really good. <clears throat> I think we're probably both similar and it's hard to narrow it down to one. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to pull a classic Reese and give two <laughs> <laughs> that are, uh, they're both actually pretty short and practical. Uh, one is I want to build a good budgeting habit. Mm -hmm. Same exact thing as what you said with the tire. Like yeah. I've wanted to have a good budgeting habit since I got married, yeah. you know, and I just haven't. I keep, mm -hmm. I just, there's something about it, man. There's yeah. something about it that I just, I, I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't actually want to know what we're spending on this or that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. I've avoided it. Uh, but I'm working on building habits. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the things I, d I did before I came here. Yeah. But 
one of my goals is to have the habit. Yeah. Not necessarily to have a certain financial number, but to have the habit down yeah. of, of looking. Of looking at it regularly. Yeah, that's good. The other thing is I'd really like to get to a point to where I can have good conversations with my Hispanic family in Spanish. Mm. Um, I'm at a point where I understand a lot now. Yeah. Um, not everything, but I'm at a, a point where I understand a decent amount. But I'd really like to lean into that and and fully become bilingual. Yeah. Because um, I think it'd be cool for me. It'd mean a lot to the family. Mm-hmm. It'd be very useful. Yeah. And then also I want my kids to be able to be raised in a home that's just bilingual. So yeah. they don't have to do this five-year process that yeah. I've been doing. Yeah, that you've been doing. That's um, true. So that's that's my second goal. Those are good. Well, that's all the time we have on the show today. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to message us on Instagram at the Hey Dad Podcast, or you can email us at questions at heydad.us. We want to be able to help you guys with the things in your life, your goals, your questions. So please feel free to send those to us, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.